Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. I've seen it on the news all week that we're in a mild recession. Now, we keep talking that we're going to try to avoid a recession or a recession is coming. But this new term, mild recession, keeps popping up. Define that for me. Well, I guess mild anything can be better than, you know, red hot, like red hot inflation that we're seeing these days. And I don't know. I think we're in a recession, you know, whether it's mild or whether it's going to be a, a really longer term recession, who knows? But it's definitely changing. We see it each and every day, each and every week. I mean, this is the worst, most difficult year in the stock market since 1932, 90 years. Wow. So, you know, feds are raising the interest rate. That's to cool the overheated economy. Me. I mean, a lot of that was from the economic stimulus, not just since 2020, since COVID. I mean, that was what, $10 trillion that the U.S. has put into the economy, but also even before that. So we've had a lot of economic stimulus and it's just showing up. You know, I think people are just being much more aware that they're spending and with inflation and the cost. And it's really a bummer because, Jackie, we saw that in the past two years, people couldn't do anything. You know, they were receiving stimulus monies. Mm-hmm. They were not being able to spend money or go on vacation. The stock market was doing well. So there was this overinflation in their accounts and they were had money that they weren't able to spend. And now that they want to get out and do things, gas prices nearing $5 a gallon, over $5 in some places. And all these different costs going up, it has people putting on the brakes. Am I truly ready to retire? Yeah. And even like those that were working, if you got set up and were working remotely from home, you weren't driving. So even though gas was half the price that it is right now, you just weren't spending that money. And now that business owners, they had to make that decision. Are we going to be a hybrid uh, workforce? Are we going to be completely back in the office, you know, in the location working or what are we going to be doing? So so it's kind of everything is going up all at the same time. And, And that's really what a recession is. That's when we have that negative growth, that real GDP, gross domestic product. And we definitely have some supply chain issues. And it's just one big uh, kind of snowball that's happening here. I saw a stat that said 57% of Americans are delaying their travel plans. Traditionally, it's one of the biggest travel weekends of the year outside of Thanksgiving. Are you seeing that, Monica? Are some of your clients saying, you know what, I might have to Mm -hmm. dip into a different bucket because of gas prices, because of flights are so expensive. Are you seeing that? I am. Um, We were having that conversation. I was just, I like to ask my clients, you know, you have any vacation and summer plans and uh, some are going back to cruising. They are doing that, but consensus is that airline tickets are just through the roof right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I can speak personally on that. I did, was thinking of a long weekend getaway with my daughters before my one goes off to college. And honestly, I was thinking, man, by the time you pay the tickets, still need a rental car, still need a place to stay. It just wasn't worth it. You know, we live in beautiful Florida. We're going to do something local this time around. If you do rent a car, I mean, they're more expensive right now. So certainly any recession, there's always opportunity. Any kind of bear market versus a bull market, there's always opportunity. So it's just, you know, who is that for? How does it apply to you? And basically, just like we kind of always talk about, there are three surprises that can catch even the most conservative and cautious investor off guard. Inflation, taxes, and living longer. Jackie, I'm glad you said that. So we're going to Ireland in a couple of weeks to go see my Mm -hmm. big brother. Did I tell you how much it's going to cost me to rent a car? It was like a mortgage price, if I remember correctly. (laughs) $2,000. 
Wow. For six days to rent a car, the whole supply and demand. I mean, wow. everybody's getting hit by it. And Jackie, I want to get into a discussion about something that you may not want to talk about because when we think of retirement, we think of traveling, spending time with the grandkids, going to the beach, playing golf. But there are downsides of retirement that nobody really wants to talk about. What are some of those issues? Oh, my gosh. Well, I think the number one thing is that your net worth. When people talk about retirement, it's like, you know, how do you know you have enough and can afford to retire? They have this target number or this magical number. A million used to be the number we hear about. Now we hear about two million. You know, whatever that dollar amount is that was your target or your goal, that seems to be not as important when you retire. The solution for that is to obviously have working with a fiduciary, create an income plan. You're going to still spend probably 80 to 90% is the average of what we see. Don't you think, Monica, when you retire? Mm -hmm. So whatever you're spending now in your working life, you're going to spend about 80 to 90% of that. So having an income plan, and you know, we also recommend that like the three months before you actually separate and get that final paycheck, to do a practice, a Hmm. dry run, if you will, make sure that you're not spending more than you think. And I'm I mean, I just talked with a couple and they had really had a budget down to every penny they were spending. And, you know, I said, you know, does that make you feel really, you know, constrained and frustrated, you know, to have to count for every penny? And they said, no, we really kind of realized how much money we didn't even have a clue we were wasting or spending in certain areas. So definitely having that budget and doing that practice run before your retirement, but having the income plan. Some of the happiest people that are retired, Monica, what do we see that they get? Oh, they have that mailbox money coming in, Jackie, that money that they know, no matter what the market's doing, they have money that's going to cover their expenses. And, you know, crazy, I read the statistic that only 38% of people have actually sat down and calculated how much they're going to need every month for their retirement expenses. So you have to sit with a fiduciary. I love your idea about doing that dry run you know, accumulating the money, bringing your net worth to that point right before you retire is one thing. But really, you know, I read some really interesting point that stuck with me. Your net worth at retirement is is pretty worthless in regards to what matters is having your money work for you. Are you keeping up with inflation? Are you, you know, being are you able to save enough and smart and knowing which buckets to take out? Is it really important so that you are outlasting your money? And, you know, people, are living longer. You mentioned that and they're not really planning for that. They kind of set that tone Oh, my, my parents or my grandparents live to this age and they have this number in their mind. And, um, you know, the Social Security Administration has a life expectancy calculator on there. So for fun, I went on there and um, according to their calculator, I'm supposed to live until age 85. Now, I don't agree with it. It didn't ask me how many kids I had. I think that number would have changed (laughs) whether you have children or not. They don't ask you that part. That's important, I think. Right, exactly. So I felt like there were certain life stressors that may, you know, impact that. But, you know, just the point is people are living longer than, and you have to plan for that. And how do you plan for that? You sit with a fiduciary, you run the math. What do we say, Jackie? Numbers don't. Numbers do not lie. Right. That's right. It's about having the good information going in. Uh, But, you know, you want to make sure that you're working with a fiduciary. 
fiduciary. That is the key. And not only just a fiduciary that can tell you how to invest your money and how to create that income plan, but one who understands taxes, because that is another pitfall that we mm-hmm. see again and again. Taxes certainly can take a big bite out of your cash flow, your retirement income. Most people think that taxes are going to be lower when they retire, but the majority of the time we find that they actually pay more when they're in retirement. That's right. You're used to someone else taking those taxes when you're in your working years, but in retirement, you are you know required to take those minimum distributions when you reach 72. Depending on your other income sources, your Social Security may be taxable, so that's all additional taxes that you're going to have to pay. So yeah, taxes can actually go up in retirement. And one of the strategies or solutions that we have for reducing taxes in the future is to have tax-free sources of income in retirement. Having a Roth IRA that's different from a traditional IRA, a 401k, things like that, those are pre-tax dollars. And if you think of gardening, I don't know about you, but I've got a lot of tomatoes that are growing right now. Scott did a really good job on our garden this year. And it's all about when do you pay the tax, when you plant the seed or when you get the harvest. So a Roth is one of those you're paying the taxes at the seed. Those grow tax-free. You don't get a deduction on the front end, but you get the benefit of that growing and accumulating through the years tax-free. So the traditional IRA, the 401ks, those typically you're getting the deduction on the front end and you pay tax on the harvest when you take those dollars out. So somebody one day will always pay tax on every dollar in those pre-tax accounts. Any kind of IRA, traditional IRA, 401k, 403b, all the cousins and sisters to all those those retirement, the employee retirement accounts, those will be taxed one day in the future. You don't get a step up benefit when it's inherited. Either you will pay tax, your spouse will pay tax, or your beneficiaries will pay tax on every dollar in those accounts. Mm -hmm. So if you're not currently contributing to a Roth IRA, Roth conversions are very popular. So that's a service for our wealth management clients. Jackie, we sit down with you. If you are interested in conversions, we take a look at that and find out strategically what works. It's not black and white for everyone. Have to decide what your other sources of income are. We don't want nuisance taxes like increased Medicare premiums to to come into play. So that is something that we offer for our wealth management clients. That's right. And the Roth conversion, I mean, that's all about tax efficiency planning, because typically when you're transitioning into retirement, there's going to be a few years before you're going to elect to take your Social Security benefits. And that's going to give you that ideal sweet spot that we call it for that tax efficiency. And that's when Roth conversions can really be great. And guess what? This year with the market Mm -hmm. being down, it's a good time to have that conversation with a fiduciary that doesn't just talk tax, but truly understands tax. And not just for this year, but for the next years to come. Because the tax reform, we've got basically four more years that the taxes are on sale. I'm sorry, three. Mm-hmm. three. 2025 is yep. when the tax reform is automatically going to change back. Everyone will be paying a good 30% more than they are, well, potentially, depending on what new laws come in, more than they're paying right now. So definitely something to plan for and look at those opportunities that are there right now with the market being low, with your IRA values being lower. Certainly a great time to have those meaningful conversations. And there are other sources of tax-free income. And that's what we do differently here at Campbell & Company. We don't just look at one thing, here's where you put your money, call me if you have any questions or when you need money or 
have a new beneficiary, a new address. We go through that. We do multiple times a year planning. We're in the middle right now of, of our mid-year planning. And we not only look at how are you allocated? What's the performance? Should we stay the course? Should we make changes? We probably already have made changes with most of our clients this year because we like to use the market guard philosophy. That's an algorithm. It's, it takes the emotions out of things. It's mathematical. And we have that tactical ability to make those changes as those indicators change, not just the short term trends, but the longer term trends. And looking at those tax resources of income, there's so many of them out there, finding a good one that might be a great fit for you. And it can take care of more than one of those challenges that we find in retirement. 727-334-0024. Jackie Kimball, Monica Haberlin are going to personally sit down with you, build a plan, adjust your plan at no cost, no obligation to you, always online at mykimballandco.com. Jackie, Monica, I want to continue this conversation about the downsides of retirement not talked about. And one of those is the long-term care and the health care costs that could so easily wipe out your retirement savings. Tell me a little bit more how we can prepare for that. So Jackie, for a couple over 65, what is the estimated cost they're going to need in health care during their retirement years? Well, this is a mind-blowing number, I think. Isn't it? 315000 to cover your medical expenses in retirement. And that's going to be your Medicare premiums, any sort of co-pays that you may have out of pocket. But I mean, you go to the dentist. I've at least put one dentist child through college. I know alone by myself, <laughs> single handedly. <laughs> and, you know, with glasses and, um, you know, all those different things. When we're working, our employer picks up a good part of that health insurance cost. So mm-hmm. you don't necessarily include that in your budget and plan and prepare for those things. So, you know, make sure that you're planning for that. And there's that nuisance thing, Monica, called the IRMA, I-R-M-A-A. It's the Medicare, additional Medicare premiums that you're going to be paying for the Medicare Part B and Part D. And it's all based on your income. And with the sale of the rentals in the past year and this year alone, we've had that conversation with many, many individuals that are you know, not even prepared for that. It's not just the capital gains tax that you're paying when you sell something. It's not just the federal income tax. It's those nuisance taxes that we actually have a tax matrix that we've created here at Campbell Company. And it actually covers all those different things, the credits, the tax credits you're going to lose if your income is over a certain value and those nuisance taxes when they kick in, the net investment income tax, the uh, additional Medicare taxes. You've got the IRMA, the increase in Medicare premiums. And this can cost a couple up to $7,000 a year for at least mm-hmm. 12 months for a couple with additional Medicare premiums that they're not even prepared for and they won't even know about it for another 18 to 24 months because the Social Security Administration is always about two years behind communicating with the Internal Revenue Service. That is the challenge. All those little nuisance things that you don't know about that you may hear a little bit about, but you really don't understand them. And it may not affect everyone else. And that's kind of, you know, here at Camel Company, we've always been a no judge zone. Yeah. And you know, people are sometimes embarrassed. Oh, I haven't saved enough. I wasn't diligent enough. I gave too much to my kids. I was excessive in my spending, whatever it is. You know, I went through a divorce and that was the best check I've ever written. I hear that one often too, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
But it's just, you know, whatever you have, whatever your GPS is, wherever you're at right now, we don't judge you. We have seen each and everything that's probably out there and heard it all. And it's about where are you at right now and what are you trying to accomplish and how can we as fiduciaries help you get there and what is that path of least resistance? Now, the Beyond the Money tip of the day. I think we can all agree with increased gas costs, grocery store bills, it's becoming a little tougher to save money, especially if we want to take those long-awaited vacations that we were so unable to take during the COVID years. So I'm going to challenge you to stress test your finances. Here we are already in July. Take a look at your income. Look on those statements for any nuisance, reoccurring fees that you can cut out of your budget. And also that six-month emergency fund, regardless of the number of zeros in your account, what do you comfortably need for a six-month emergency fund? And also the opposite is true too. You may have too much cash. Cash is not a safe investment when you're not keeping up with inflation. So get rid of that dead money. Make sure you're putting it to use. Make sure you're covered for emergencies and that you're still able to do the things and spend the time with those you love most. On this 4th of July, this Independence Day weekend, how much do you think Americans across the country, not individually, but across the country, how much we're going to be spending on food this weekend? A lot. <laughs> Seven, $7.7 billion. Wow. Over 150 million hot dogs are going to be consumed this weekend. $1.4 billion will be spent on beer and wine alone this weekend, one of the biggest beer drinking days of the year. However, I will tell you this, $10,000 for a DUI. So, not by experience, but <laughs> I'll tell you that, though, just just to be safe this weekend and be safe out there because we're also going to spend over $2.4 billion on fireworks as well. Yeah, and just a shout out to our first responders. You know, we really admire and you know, want to do all that we can to help those who protect and serve. And thank you for everything that you're going to be doing this weekend. I know you'll be working overtime and God bless you. That's right. Well, Jackie, mm-hmm. Monica, another great week. Thank you for the education. Thank you for the information. Jackie Campbell, let's give you the final word. Well, it's great seeing you both. Take care and be careful this weekend. Enjoy the time with your family. I am not going to be doing fireworks because I help the fluffy puppy index and I have a five month old Maltese. So (laughs) between uh, Charlie and Drew, baby Drew, uh, we'll be avoiding the fireworks a little bit this year. But thank you so much for listening. And there's really three questions that we hear often that individuals are looking for confidence, clarity, and direction on. Can I afford to retire? Number two, can I afford the lifestyle I want in retirement? Number three, can I afford to give more to my children now or to a charity of my choice? And those are really great questions that we will help you not emotionally, mathematically calculate with the help of, of our market guard proprietary methodologies that we use. But also there's a fourth question that we like to bring up, and we think this is really one of the most important ones. Did I live the life that I wanted to live? Did I leave the legacy that I wanted to leave? And legacy is more than just money. It is the freedom of time, the freedom of money, the freedom of relationships, and the freedom of purpose. And how you spend all four of those in your retirement can really help define and leave that legacy. Many people we see that have plenty of money, they have the ability to live that lifestyle that they want, they have the ability to help others the way that they want, but they are actually afraid to do it because they're afraid they're going to run out of money. If you have any of those concerns or if anything that we talked about in the show kind of rings the bell with you, 
give us a call. We'd love the opportunity to sit down with you. 727-334-0024, 727-334-0024, or online at mycampbellandco.com. This is Jackie Campbell, Certified Financial Planner and Certified Public Accountant of Campbell & Company Wealth Advisors and CPAs. Join us again next time on Beyond the Money Radio and the Beyond the Money Podcast. Jackie Campbell is an investment advisor representative with MarketGuard, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situations. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.